Hey guys, this is John and Austin and, and Brett. Well, he jumped right in there, didn't he? <laughs> didn't he? So we've got Brett here as well. We've got a little bit of an interesting uh, scenario today. We're going to get Austin for one thing and then kick him out of here so we can try and save his voice a little bit. John doesn't want my beautiful voice on the, yeah. on the show today. Do you hear I'm that? A, I'm a little under the weather. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. So we're going to do uh, one thing with Austin, then we're going to kick him loose, and Brett and I are going to take care of the rest. All right. So one of the things that we keep hearing about in the news, and we've talked about it a few times, is Beyond Meat's new steak tips. So we were going to do just a short little podcast, no Austin. It was going to be just be me and Patrick. And then I just happened to see an article. I'm like, huh, I wonder if Walmart has them yet. Turned out they did. So I ran down there and these are Beyond Meat steak tips. They're a frozen product that we then put in a pan for about five, maybe a little bit longer minutes uh, to let it sear. Uh, I can tell you the smell of them not cooked at all is very gross. Very, very gross. Once they cook, Brett described it as sometimes eh and sometimes funky. So it smells like Salisbury steak to me. Mm. But yeah. my no, maybe my your nose, nose is my nose is also messed your, up. Your right nose now, might so. not be the best right now. All right. So, so it's all, they, it literally says on the package steak tips, right? Yep. That's so wrong. Of course they should not is. be able to do that. All of this is we, wrong. We complain about that a lot, about how they can label things know. with a meat name. When in the meat industry, you we can't, can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to be on the other side of this argument. I've come around to Austin's side. But all right, ready? Rubbery texture. Very rubbery. It looks like a good texture. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? It's the exact same thing that's in there. Um, jerky. It's pea protein. I can taste it. Really? Yeah, I hate that taste. Yeah. I hate that taste. I get a little bit of pea flavor in there. No, we all have to finish what I put it's on not everyone's bad. plate. So I do I do want to know, why did I get like a, a two-pound pile of it? We all have to finish everything that's on the plate. And you got like... That's Half just an the ounce, way it went. And he got like an ounce. That's just the way it went. It's not it's, my fault. To be honest, it's not that bad. It's though. not good. It's not. It, it, I said it. Go ahead. You know, I was going to say the first bite was, I'm like, that's not horrible. Kind of funky. And then I had another one and I was like, yeah, that's so rubbery. And oh yeah, the aftertaste is not good. Yeah. It's After the you stop eating it, then you just want to wash your mouth out. I also do think I just had another little small piece that was mostly uh, seared, and that changes things a little bit too. I think it tastes better than some of their other stuff is. That it tastes is. better than the non-meat jerkies we've had. Absolutely, and that is beyond meat as well. Yeah. So, however, I, pre I prepared. Ooh, smart! Can I have one? <laughs> yeah, I went out to my truck and got some breast savers because I know what you guys do in here, and I've seen the look on your faces, and I'm like, I'm gonna have something to get rid of that nasty well, taste. If you want, I've got some seep calls at my desk, <laughs> and that will just numb your mouth up, and you won't taste anything. I made the mistake of earlier. I need. I got to continually drink fluid, otherwise my voice gets real bad. Yeah, and I, I was talking with. Uh, couple people from FedEx this morning. And so loaded up on some Sepical, took a Mountain Dew with me as we were walking out to the warehouse, got out there and I'm drinking Mountain Dew and I'm like, this is water. Couldn't taste anything yeah, at all on it. Just totally numbed my mouth out. So if you have anything else gross planned, I will drop some Sepical off. That's illegal. 
that would be like a performance enhancing drug in sports. No. Oh my no goodness. The next no. Willet barbecue we no. do that's gross. I know. Yeah, absolutely not. All right. So abs terrible, right? I don't, I wouldn't say terrible, Yeah. not good, but I don't think it's really that bad. Com just because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not comparing it to steak itself. I'm comparing it mostly to the other non-meat products we've had. And it's better than all of those. So, so one day I'll bring in these Morningstar Farms stuff my wife eats. There's like grillers, crumbles. Those are pretty good. It doesn't taste exactly like ground beef, but it tastes good. This does not taste good. And hold on. The only people who have been in here since we opened that bag are the three of us and Patrick. That is longer oh. than any one of our hairs. That is in... The meat that is longer than the three of us. The meat combined. That's gross. <sighs> so can we take a picture of that and send it in and get a refund? Why for would we? Oh, a refund maybe. Definitely not a replacement. Don't care for a oh. replacement. Yeah. I wonder if my wife would like this. I might take some home and let her try it. She can have the rest. She could have your portion. <laughs> take the hair out first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we just kicked Austin out. Um, like he said, not feeling good, so we're going to let him get out there and rest his voice. So we've got the rest of a regular podcast with me and Brett. Uh, one of the things that we've been doing for a while, we occasionally forget it, is talking about a new processing plant that's open that's a customer of ours. Uh, B&W Butcher Shop there in Blanchard, Oklahoma, uh, from the About Us, says, our, fam our small family business provides you with a custom meat processing service. Go ahead and give us a call to get on the books at B&W Butcher Shop, LLC. Our number one priority is providing a quality service to farmers and ranchers to put food on the tables of families in our community, which sounds awesome. We hope to have your business. That's uh, 95 cents a pound hanging weight for cattle with an $85 slaughter fee, 85 cents a pound for pig, uh, again, with an $85 slaughter fee. So go ahead and look them up if you're in the Blanchard, Oklahoma area. It's a good way to support local businesses and know where your food is coming from. Very important. Now, you, were you here early today? Again? Brett has been no. trying to beat me in. No, I was here late last night, so, so I was not here. Oh, that's right. You came in last yeah. night. So earlier this week, I come in, and I'm generally the first person here, and Brett is already getting out of his car as I'm pulling into the parking lot. Um, I still beat you to the door. You so did. I, I think I still Yeah, I was get changing that. shoes. Yeah, it was close, but I got it. Um, so anyways, I was trying to get in earlier and earlier. And then this morning, all excited. My wife woke up super, super early, went to the gym. I woke up, just slept in because I haven't been feeling well. I was going to come in at six, walk out into the garage. And my dog is freaking out running around the garage. And he's got this halo collar thing that's been somewhat on the fritz. So it's been like shocking him or rumbling him when he's where he's supposed to be. Like it's, it's yeah. sensing he's out of bounds. Mm -hmm. I think we, we think we fixed it. So that's my initial thought. So I'm like, oh, no, buddy, come here, come here, come here, come here. And I go to take it off of him. And as I do, grab the collar, it hits me and my hand is wet. And I was like, skunk. Oh, no. He got sprayed by a skunk this morning. Oh, no. So instead of being in at a relatively early hour, I don't think I made it until like 745. And luckily, I had a little bit of, uh, um, what is it? It is the 3% uh, hydrogen peroxide, yeah. that baking soda, and some Dawn dish soap. But then I had to run out to get more of it because it didn't uh -oh. have enough to get all of it. I was so mad at him. 
Oh my God. I was so mad at him. So anyways, that's how my morning started. Oh, then we no. get here and Chris Hahn comes, I'm talking to uh, flip and he's like, Hey, I've came, I've come to find the two most mechanically inclined people I know. And I'm like, well, that's not me. Uh, the, the ice machine. Yeah. Yeah. So we we're just like, I was like, all right, this day's not going to go well. So just be in a good mood. That is the best you can do on, on days like this. All right. Uh, another thing. I thought that was the meat cooking. You thought that, what was that smell? Cooking? Oh, no, 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 no. I made sure everybody in my office, I was like, hey, if you smell any skunk, let me know. I will leave. I was very, very uh, studious in washing myself okay. down for okay. sure. Um, we've got uh, Pass It On. We've been doing a large raffle with mm -hmm. them. That just closed yesterday. Um, probably actually around the time of our live stream. So I don't know if Austin brought it up. Maybe that was the last few sales they needed. But Brittany, uh, I think it'll be Brittany, will be coming by sometime either this week or early next week. And we'll do that drawing live on their, their Facebook account. So nice. it has everything we could think of that you would need. I so saw it, yeah. Someone's, it. yeah. someone's going from zero to everything, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> um, and hopefully it's somebody that, you know, that will use it. Uh, then we've got the Ringneck Rustler. Either that or they know a lot of people and they're just going to make a whole bunch of Christmas presents out of it, you know, Oof. for years to, for their family. Yeah, that would work, that, wouldn't like, it? Yeah. They'd be like a hero in their mm. family for years, given vacuum sealers. I'm sure whoever wins it is going to keep it. You would hope. Yeah. For you sure. would hope. Yeah. But maybe not. <clears throat> More the merrier sometimes. Uh, then we've got the uh, PF Ringneck Rustler event, also known as the, is this still called the Governor's Hunt? Uh, no, it's the, it's not the ring like wrestler event. Oh, that's the, that's the banquet. What is the other one I'm talking about? You're, you're thinking of the ring neck classic. Classic. That's right. Classic. Yeah. So anyways, the ring neck wrestler event is the cotillion. Um, it's presence forever's big banquet of the year. That is Thursday night. Uh, starts at six. I think, I think it starts 530, at six, five thirty. Yeah. Um, that is where. We will all spend too much money trying to win guns that we. I'm going to win again this year. For. I'm going to win again. I this won the year. gun last year. That's what started the whole me winning <laughs> thing. So I'd like to get that started again. It's been a while since yeah. I won that crossbow. Yeah, a couple months. I haven't won. Seem fair. Yeah, I won again for like six months. This could be the year from pass it on that no Walton wins a weekly gun because yours was last year. I said six for, months, but it's longer than that. Well, from pass it on, I yeah. haven't won. I haven't won a gun for several years because I can't anymore because I'm on the board. Oh, so I can't oh, win okay. anything. Uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. So I just get the enjoyment out of looking at my weekly email for the gun a week winner to see if I know it. And yeah, I, it's amazing every few weeks. I mean, they, there's people from all over the country that win, but yeah, it seems like every month or so it's. You know Never, somebody? Yeah, I know somebody. That's good. One of our employees' dads won it here last month. Oh, uh, boss. Henry. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. That was good. Yeah. It's nice. Then we've got uh, the governor's hunt. We're going to go out to Colby, Kansas. Um, it'll be Brett, myself, the shipping manager, Sandy, and that's it. That's all we're bringing this year? Colton. Colton Cook? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> I don't want to go anymore. I'm going to get shot. I'm absolutely going to get shot. No, that should be a blast. That'll be fun. Good, good. Um, and then, well, this, have you had a chance to use your chief upland vest yet? No, no. Neither have I. I. That'll be my first outing. Awesome. I no, was, no, I take it back. No, it won't be because I'll be hunting that whole week before it. Oh, that's right. I'll You're be going in up South to Dakota. So we get home on a Thursday 
evening and then we leave Friday morning for Colby. So that hope I'm up for it. I would hope so too. We might have a slower Brett out in the field. Well, Do you know what the hunting's like up in South Dakota? I mean, that oh, land can get. It'll be like on a preserve. So it can still. I hope there's wild birds because I'd rather shoot wild birds. But yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of birds. Even yeah, it could be pretty hilly. You could be going up and down. No, no. It's. There's a South, South Dakota Dakota's flat not, part of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. At least you won't be too tired. Nah, surely not. Yeah. I just hope we go with the same family we went with last year. <clears throat> yeah, they haven't awesome. asked. I mean, if they put us with them, it's great. Cool. They're a great host. They absolutely were. Um, and then this weekend should be, hopefully, as long as the weather holds out a little bit on Sunday, I'm going uh, deer hunting. So I'm going with Adam. This uh, Sunday? Uh-huh. He's got a, a blind southwest of town that he's willing to let me use. I've got my antlerless uh, tag and regular tag. For a crossbow? Uh-huh. So I I had been shooting with points, and man, I was accurate with it. Like at 25 yards, I'm fletching, <clears throat> basically touching. Mm -hmm. And Adam brought up, he's like, hey, you're going to buy broadheads, right? I'm like, yeah, of course. He's like, well, broadheads fly a little bit differently. And that's news to me. So I was like, oh, great. So I went out and bought some broadheads with uh, a, a you know, a, a test point, I think is what they call it. Um, and man, it took me a while to get that sighted back in. Really? Yeah. And I'm still, I don't think as accurate with it. Adam brought up the fact, he's like, hey, you might, like, you just put that head on one bolt and kept shooting that one. And I was like, yeah. It's like, your arrows might be flying a little bit differently. And I was like, oh, Yeah. When I would shoot, like two would be right next to each other and the other uh -huh. one would be like an inch <clears throat> off or so. So I'm going to go back and retry that. But yeah, hopefully I will uh, I will have some deer in my freezer come next week. If you actually shoot one, is, is he going to be around? Kind of help you? Are you pretty confident? Oh, no, I'm can... pretty com I'm confident I can do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I... I think he, I think the plan at least is like to get there, <clears throat> kind of get set up. And then I don't want to, you know, have his whole day be that. Okay. So then I'll just take care of it from there. Uh, the danger is that there is somebody else's land very close. So if I make a poor shot, I'm going to be on phone calls with somebody who owns a land in California being like, Hey, is there anyone over there? Can I go get it? Am I going to get shot? Yeah. So a lot of pressure. But should be a good time. You're not going to be that guy that that you know drives around with it and you better your pickup for eight hours. No, now. I've got a plan for everything okay. already. <laughs> already got a plan for everything. I know you know better than that. Yes. I just want to throw it out no, there. And I'll have uh, <clears throat> um, deer and wild game rinse with me, ready to spray the yep. entry and exit holes. Get it, got it as quick as I can. Do do all that. So I'm I'm very much looking for that. Oddly, I think what I'm most looking forward to um, is feeding my dogs the heart. Like I'm, so the one time I fed them venison before, like my dogs obviously love me just like every dog, but you know, they get almost used to it and they're like, oh yeah, beef, it's so good. Their eyes get big. When I fed them venison, something like primal kicked on in their eyes. They're like, that's what I'm supposed to eat. I remember <laughs> it is amazing to see. So I'm looking forward to that. You're not deer hunter, right? Were you ever? Uh, I bow hunted some, but never shot anything. Uh, compound bow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
I, I guess that would be like the next step because I feel like mm -hmm. crossbow is significantly easier. <clears throat> I was young, four kid, before kids, before four kids, before four, <laughs> yeah, before four, <laughs> uh, before any of the four um, kids. So, and I had some time, and I yeah, I enjoyed kind of being out there. I've always hunted upland birds. That's and I've yeah, I've done that since I was I don't know thirteen years old or yeah. something. So that's always been my thing. I used to duck hunt and dove hunt too, but I've just kind of settled in. I just do upland. Dove hunting, fine. Duck. I mean, I like duck. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't feel like the it's cold. A lot of yeah. The cold I just and all, all the yeah. decoys. I'd rather like take a nice walk on upland. When yeah. I'm out, you're walking pheasant or quail and in Kansas here, and you're just got a nice walk out in the country. That's way better than huddling in a blind, freezing cold. Yeah. And, and sitting know. still. I, I like to move. Yeah. Yeah. That will be my <laughs> biggest challenge is not talking and sitting yeah. still. Two things I don't yeah. excel at. So we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully I have success. Hopefully. All right. Moving on <laughs> to uh, meat matters. Okay. So we've got a, a bunch of articles here. Um, one at the end Leads me, almost makes me think you were listening to the live stream last night. And that's why you were interested in being on this podcast. Because I even said, we've got a meet or we've got a story for tomorrow's podcast that is tangentially at best related to what we do. So I thought maybe you heard that and were like, I better get on there and reel him back in. No, Austin walked in my office a while ago and said, hey, I'm not going to stay in the podcast. Are you doing anything? Would you want to go in there? Okay. That's, that's how I know. Sounds good. All right. So the first one is, uh, is a meat recession coming? Now, this is from Fox Business. Brett sent it. Um, Patrick was also talking about it. Uh, from the article, it says, online meat delivery company, Good Ranchers, warned customers on social media that a meat recession is knocking and supply is about to be tight. The cattle herd has shrunk due to droughts. Now, we knew that. We'd been talking about that for a while. Our total meat supply for the coming year is down significantly. This is one of the main reasons a meat recession is coming. So, well, you've got to, you think differently. No, no. Oh. <clears throat> I don't know. So, I've got my quarter coming from Crables. And mm -hmm. reading this, I emailed them again. I was like, hey, just want to make sure we're still, we're still good for this. Because the meat... The steaks I've been getting from the grocery store recently have been terrible, like really bad quality, really, really bad quality. Uh, Sam's a little bit better. Um, obviously, our friends Walnut significantly better, but I think it's the all the cows pushed to slaughter early because of the droughts, right? Could be. Why would you think not? Well, I think most. I think most of what's going to slaughter. Um, from the droughts are are not steers that they're okay. they're still running those out. They're still running those out and feed finish them in a feedlot. I think they're getting rid of their herd, their cows. And I don't think the cows winding up in your on your ribeye. Probably not. So, <clears throat> but they're so they they were sending them to slaughter. They weren't sending them to feedlots. Mm -hmm. Right. That was the the ranchers were like can't yeah. even afford to get it to a feedlot. Right. Just get it to slaughter. So those are going to make their way to the store. What will they get to the store as ribeyes or are they just going to get in there as ground beef? Oh, that's okay. So you think that anything that would be a lesser quality, they would still mm -hmm. just grind up. 
even if that's what's I, I mean, available. That's my guess. I don't. I don't yeah. know that. I, I wouldn't. I'm not the expert there, but that'd be my thought. Yeah. Because if 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 they've got you know if they've got feeders, they're going to go ahead and feed those out. Okay. And make their money there. They're just reducing their herd size by getting rid of cows, is what I understood. Yeah, the price of ground beef hasn't dropped really, has it? I mean, it stopped climbing for a while. Yeah. I don't know where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, according to the United States Department of Agriculture, the number of cattle moving from a pasture into a feedlot to be conditioned for slaughter in September fell 4% nationwide. In Kansas, that number was 11%. It's a big number. That is a big number. Mm -hmm. That's a very scary number. It takes roughly 19 to 24 months from when a rancher decides to use a female for breeding to when its offspring are ready to be slaughtered. 19 is pretty short, right? Because we got gestation. Then, I mean, most of them are over a year before or a year old when they're slaughtered. Yeah, more than a year. Yeah. So that 19 month is a short Mm -hmm. time span for that yep but interesting again get in touch with your your local meat processor buy your half your quarter whatever you can now have a deep freeze have a a vacuum sealer have a plan sleep a lot better at night if you know how you're feeding your family um next one is it's not funny because i don't find it funny but i find it amusing i guess um it's vegan woman left almost in tears after eating meat-based burger uh, or meat-based product from Burger King. So this was also from Fox Business. Uh, this is a quote from the woman. It says, when I ate it and realized it made me feel sick, I was nearly in tears. I have health issues as well, so I don't want to put meat in my body, says Leanna Hutchins of, she's in England. Now, I feel like that health part was tacked on specifically for the enormous lawsuit that I'm sure is coming. I'm betting they are going to sue the pants so off of So she was... Go ahead. She went to Burger King and got a supposedly like vegan chicken nuggets. Instead, it was like chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets. Oh, they just served her the they served regular. her the wrong thing, right? <clears throat> yeah. And the health thing that she tacked on the end there, I feel is like, oh yeah, and uh, I have health reasons. They always tell you if you're going to sue for something, tell them yeah. that you can't sleep anymore because juries award like more money for that. This sounds like that. That's what it sounds yeah. like. <clears throat> I'm sure there's, yeah, some angle there. Always is. All right. USDA says more than $200 million will help meat processors expand. So this is more grants. What were the numbers last year? What is that? When's this coming out? Uh, it was just announced uh, today. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. Um, so that's $223 million, million in grants and loans Wednesday to help small and mid-sized processing plants expand as part of a larger billion-dollar effort to help boost competition in the healthy concentrated industry. A highly concentrated industry. Sorry. Um, what were the numbers last year? There was a big dump at the end of last year, too, wasn't there? Well, there was a couple hundred million just, uh, what, two months ago? A month ago? Just didn't it? Yeah. That was that. Soon ago, there was uh, two two hundred and eleven plants. Each got two hundred thousand, I think. And this was yeah, just a couple months ago. So I actually was just out talking to one of our salesmen today about it, and I asked him, just passed him in the hall, and I'm like, "So, any of your guys wind up with the grant money?" And he goes, "I got a couple of them. They're still trying to decide what they're going to get with it." But they're getting something. Yeah, you're going to get something with it. 
They're gonna buy some equipment. So he's got he's they've got their list that they got him. So he's got them quotes on stuff, and they've got their two hundred thousand dollars in the bank the government gave him. So for the most part, though, from what it sounds like. These places are at least using it on upgraded equipment, mm -hmm. not just like expanding facilities or um, like vanity projects, like a second store. Like they're they're using things to upgrade what they're currently doing already. Well, not. Yeah. I don't know if this is one is specific on equipment or not. Um, so some of them have some of the grants have had different things. Most of them are just any kind of improvements. It could be equipment. It could be building. It could be, you know, a new Cooler system. Okay. Yeah. So some new, of them new are, refrigeration. Some whatever. of them are specific to like it is for this. Uh, I don't know on okay. these on these ones that have come out in the last two years how specific they are on equipment. It's a crazy or, amount uh, of money. Yeah, I mean that's there's they said there's still more to be there's more out there to hand out. So this must be the next round. So I don't know how that's going out. That I'll be interested to see how that's going out. Dylan probably knows. He keeps up to date on that I'm pretty good. Sure, he but, does. You know how many. Yeah, out of two hundred twenty-three million in grants, yeah, is that a million for two hundred twenty-three plants? Right. Or yeah, some of it winds up going to what we would consider bigger processors. You know, they're not going the 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 two hundred eleven that went out last month or the month four, whatever it was. My understanding went to more small mid-sized plants, like the folks that we typically deal with. Okay, I mean, this says small mid-sized plants. Yeah, but. What they consider, oh, mid yeah, they consider mid sized plants, you know, that are killing several hundred head a day. Okay, and to us, that's a little bigger plant. Okay, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not national beef, but yeah, I mean, several but, hundred head a week or a day is a lot. But somebody who does several hundred <clears throat> head a day would still potentially be a customer of ours. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 could be. But the bulk of our customers are doing, you know, 20, 40 beef a week, right? Much and much some more. hogs, sure. Um, uh, the effort is expected to increase cattle and pig slaughter capacity by more than 500,000 head a year, and poultry plants process nearly 34 million more birds while adding more than 1,100 jobs, mostly in rural areas where the plants are located. So you have to put a poultry plant in the middle of nowhere because those things stink to high heaven. I can't take that. Yeah. I can take, <clears throat> like, even driving on whatever that highway is where you drive through all the, the feedlots. That smell doesn't really bother me. It's like, I don't know, that's unpleasant. You might go into Southwest Kansas? Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever road that is. Like Highway 50 or. Is that what it is, 50? Yeah. Yeah, I should like know 54. things better what's around here since uh, yeah. I've been here nine years, but I don't. <clears throat> well, you probably don't spend a lot of time driving out to Western Kansas. The only time I spend driving anything is here in that. Two miles between here and there. That's the <laughs> yeah, only place I go. I don't want to go house, anywhere yeah. else. Um, but yeah, you got to put those poultry plants out in the middle of absolutely nowhere. All right. The next one is, uh, is wild game healthier? How can it help fight hunger? So only thing we're going to talk about here is the actual health difference between venison and lean ground beef. Um, so a three ounce serving of venison apparently has 102 calories, 19.5 grams of protein and two grams of fat. The lean beef has 114 calories, 15 grams of protein. So significantly less surprisingly, and then 5.36 grams of fat. So more fat. My mind. Where'd you get that from? Uh, why? What are you? Why? Well, just, what? yeah. I mean, I, I'm surprised that, you know, well, number one, they're, they're saying three ounces of venison. Right. Is that like a whole muscle cut? I mean, versus ground beef. 
Lean ground beef. Lean ground beef. Yeah, we don't know what that is. Well, the know, protein part makes 85%. more sense. 85%. Well, the venison is probably a lot leaner than that. Right. That's why it's got less fat. Less fat. So it does have more protein. Right. So it makes sense. Yeah. But I, I don't think that's apples and apples. So what, you want to compare the entire venison to the entire... I want um, to say, okay, ground venison. Because if you're doing ground venison, guess what you're adding to it? You're probably adding some pork fat in there, right? If you wanted to taste good, yeah. Right. right. So if you were if you're just talking three ounces of venison and comparing it to beef, then you should be like comparing it to a, a cut of a cut. So my note to the side here says get ready for me to be as superior to you all as vegans are to us. Like, oh, I'm so much better. I eat better, cleaner <laughs> meat. This would have worked better with Austin, but <clears throat> Brett just shot that down by pointing out the fallacy yeah. Yeah. there. It doesn't make sense to me, but now there are some things like I, my plan at least is to do anything that's large enough. I'm going to cut up for jerky, take out the back straps, everything else, anything that's large enough yeah. um, and the football roast, everything else I'm going to cut up into strips for jerky. The rest of it I'll ground up and either make snack sticks, sticks or um, more likely probably ground and form jerky because I've just been on a huge jerky yeah. kick recently. You, uh, you got some pork fat already for it or are you going to wait to, I'm going to wait till I make sure okay. I actually get one. Okay. Because, you know, don't count your chickens till they hatch, I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one is new meat processing plant to create hundreds of jobs in Southern Illinois. So this is a very sh uh, short article from MSN. It is <clears throat> the Saline River Farms LLC announced details of a new USDA beef and pork processing facility plant in Creole Springs. The company said the new plant will create more than 400 new jobs and is projected to process 40 million pounds of beef and 19 million pounds of pork every year. That's a decent amount. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. So that's not 40 beef a week. That is not 40 beef a week. When I first read this, I was just like, oh, that's, you know, interesting. And then I kind of read it again. I'm like 40 million with 400 people. I mean, that that's a decent amount of workers, but still that is a yeah. ton. Um, as I'm saying that I'm wondering where, one of these articles that you had sent me is why is the textile factory thing not in here? Did we talk about that last week? Brett, you sent me an article about a uh, meat process. Yes, we did talk about it. We did talk about it. That's right. Okay. Sorry. We talked about that last week. Um, Brett will send me articles throughout the day as they just pop up on his thing. And sometimes we've used them and he gets sad. Sometimes I And sometimes not. They've be, they've been very helpful on numerous um, occasions. You look I'm like usually a couple to... weeks behind on podcasts, so by the time the podcast comes out after two weeks, I forgot whatever it is that I gave you. So I'm sure that's fair. I wouldn't notice it. You got other things on your mind. You look like you're trying to do some math there. What are I we was doing? I was going to figure out if they were in Cretans and five hundred thousand head a year, and they're spending is it one billion? Is the one billion is what that goes into the five hundred thousand head, or is the two hundred twenty three million? I, you're asking so, the wrong guy for math. I can convert uh -huh. ounces to like pounds and grams easily. Once we start talking dollars, my brain just goes not. No, we're not doing that. Huh? What do you got? Well, it'd be two thousand dollars. The, the government's given out $2,000 per head. Wow. Now that says yearly. 
So that 10 years, that's $200 a head if you spread out over 10 years. Is it even how? It just winds up when they give away money like that, when you start doing the math and you're like, well, that doesn't even make sense. Why don't we just go buy? Yeah. That's so inefficient. Um, And that one billion is what they're giving away after they. Now, usually I always have to talk you off of this, out of the getting off topic, but I'm going to do it today because that's they're giving out one billion. But they took about two billion from us as taxpayers to then turn around and give somebody else a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you can after they took their billion to fund Washington, D.C. Well, you can also be guaranteed that some of that billion isn't making its way to a final processor. It's going to something else Mm -hmm. happens all the time. Oh, we had X amount of dollars left over. Yeah. So we put it in the slush fund. It's um, a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Uh, all right. So I didn't really understand this story. I was kind of hoping I wasn't going to even talk about it unless I had somebody else. Um, it says that they're, they have cut the expectations for U.S. corn and soybeans. Um, if you look at the actual article, the graph they show seems fairly alarming for corn and soybeans. But then when you read down, it says it like cut from 14.7 billion to 14.7 billion. Uh, it's just a, a very slight drop in the BU AC yield. I have no idea what that means. I know that everything runs on corn and soy in the food industry. So any drop in uh, expected yield is not a good thing. But when I read those numbers, they don't alarm me at all. Just like very, very minimal. So I don't know if that actually is going to affect anything or not, but it yeah, seems it seems like it's pretty flat. Yeah. That really, really shouldn't be too bad. That's why the headlines don't always tell everything. You mean they would actually sensationalize a headline to get me to click on something it worked it definitely it always works yeah. it literally always works i'm terrible at that um all right so that is actually the last meat related story we have for the day uh i do have a little side note thing okay um and this came up earlier <clears throat> so just in, in researching stuff for this i do read a lot of or keep an eye at least on a lot of like science journals and just because every once in a while I'll find one that's interesting, like the crocodile meat one. Okay. It's hard to penetrate, but like when you get it, it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, we talked about protein folding last week or two weeks ago. So this one came across and the, the title is, uh, better than opiates, pain relief without side effects and addiction. But I don't know how old you were when like those things started coming out, like the oxy cotton or whatever it is. I don't know how old I was either. <laughs> they were pushing them like crazy. And their whole thing was that they're not addictive. Yeah. Right. That was their like entire no. thing was like not addictive. You can use them whenever. So this one, now they want to stimulate your adrenal gl- gland for the pain yeah. relieving effects. Yeah. Guess what they're saying? It's not addictive. It's not addictive. Yeah. Brett, look at that. It's I didn't like, know. Yeah, I didn't know that opioids were supposed to not be addictive when they came out. So. I, I mean, they're all based off uh, <clears throat> opium, like the poppy. Mm-hmm. That's an unbelievably addictive substance. How they would get away with saying it wasn't was unbelievable. But anyways, 
just more question what everything you're putting into your body. Don't just take some pill just because you think it is. Eating healthy, getting enough sleep, those are probably the two best things you can do for your body. Says the guy who's probably about 20 pounds overweight right now. Uh, I got one of those down. Getting enough sleep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that one pretty good. Boy, that, that was a real quick decision in my brain. It was like, do you say this joke? Do you do it? Do you do it? Do you do it? Yeah, do it. Do it, do it, do it. All right, Brett, you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I don't. I, since I was just pulled off for the end of the bench, I really wasn't. <laughs> I really wasn't prepared for game time. I think probably what I need to do a better job of, because I was kind of watching him football last weekend, you know, the, the quarterback gets hurt. The guy on the side, he's expected to be prepared, ready to play every game, ready just in case. And I quite obviously wasn't today. Well, I'll tell you what, anytime we've had you mm -hmm. on, we always get a super positive response from the guys on Meet Justics. They always like hearing you. So we should probably do a more regular spot, like at least quarterly. Or something with okay. you. That one that we had with you and Kurt, the first one where we mm -hmm. maybe drank a little bit too much. Is I, I drank just enough. <laughs> That's right. You did stop. Kurt was sitting here. Oh, whatever. Let's not do that. Um, but yeah, we probably should do like a quarterly appearance for you or something. Yeah. At least. I, I kind of like the live stream just because you get some instant feedback. Sure. You know, yep. I love that when we do that and there's the. So I might try to like slide in when the big one's that. coming up, the big one. Yeah. Yep. I might slide in, like give you guys a little time break or something and I can fill in and then we'll see if the, we'll see if the audience out there, you know, wants you guys to come back. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it'll be Austin. They don't want to come yeah. back. They want me for sure. Um, so for anyone who's not aware on the 28th, which is cyber Monday, uh, that is our biggest day of the year. So we do a live stream. It is also the final day of our thanks black Monday sale. Thanks Black Monday sale has three different uh, stages. First one goes from the Monday before Thanks Black Monday all the way through. Second one starts on Black Friday. Final one is Cyber Monday only. On that live stream, we do a bunch of flash sales, coupons, some giveaways. Um, and I think we did a relatively short one last year. When we started doing them, they were like five hours long. So how long are you this year? You haven't decided? No. It's not going to be five hours. Okay. It can't be. We would just be the first two years we did that. We we're just like, we can't do this again. It's it just drained you. And then you got to come back to work the next day. And it's just impossible. But that is also going to be our end of the month live stream. Um, so we'll draw a winner for this month's giveaway, which is the knife set. So hopefully we'll see you guys all there. Thanks for checking out the Meat Justics podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to Waltons.com. To get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at meatgistics.com. Walton's, everything but the meat.